this is Becky Rogers, and you're listening to Not Quite Super Moms. I'm so glad you decided to listen today. I'm interviewing Sarah Kuntz, who is a writer, a mom, and she recently started homeschooling. So I think you're going to enjoy this episode. I'd love to hear what you think and look for um, the link to her new Bible study in the comments of this podcast. Oh, all right. Well, I'm so glad to have Sarah Kuntz on the podcast today. And I do have a listener here. Her name is Amanda. Hello. And she is a fellow homeschooler. So since we were going to be talking about homeschooling, I thought it would be awesome to have her in on the podcast as well today. How's everything going today, Sarah? Well, I just got my toenails point painted by my youngest daughter, so I am ready for this podcast interview. <laughs> that sounds awesome. That is the joy of being a mom with girls, for sure. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So you decided to homeschool this year. This is your first year homeschooling? It is, and, and it was a very unexpected decision for us. Uh, we are homeschooling one of our children, while the other one is still in her traditional school setting and it was a very last minute choice so I am definitely trying to catch up on years and years of (laughs) research of how to homeschool your child right Um, but it has been such an adventure so far and we're so grateful um, that we made the decision that we did that's awesome I'm sure there have been some days where you questioned the decision but I also know that we serve a faithful God so how is he showing himself strong on your behalf with this homeschooling thing? Well, I think the easiest way to maybe invite you guys into my crazy life right now <laughs> is to share how uh, the, the month of September has always been a challenging month for me. And this year it was even doubly so because I had a couple of speaking engagements on the calendar, a Bible study launch, and a few other obligations that wow. I had booked way out in advance. And so I was planning on doing all of those things with my children in school full time. So in my mind, I had all this extra time and it was all going to be okay. And then exactly 48 hours before the first day of school, my husband and I looked at each other and we just knew that we needed to keep our daughter home. Our oldest daughter, Anya, has suffered with, or not suffered, but struggled with dyslexia. Mm -hmm. And um, reading has always been a challenge for her. And we've done a lot of things to help her. And she's come a really long way. She's headed into fourth year. This is her fourth grade year. Anyway, we just did not have a piece about putting her um, back into school and just pushing her anymore. Uh, We really wanted to give her time and space to discover who she was and discover what, how God made her, because I really do believe that kids, even kids that maybe have something that has a label to it, they are just unique and their brains work different, their bodies work different. And as parents, we're just trying to find the very best path for that child. And so God has totally filled in the gaps. I keep saying, I have no clue how I've gotten through thus far, except to say that there are a lot of things I had on my plate that could have been far more difficult than they were. And yet they just went smoothly for me. Um, And I think it's just God filling in the gaps and proving to me time and again that when I choose to follow him, Right. And I and I just sacrifice myself and my will and my desires before him. You know, he takes good care of us. That's awesome. I 
homeschooled my son uh, for one year and for not the same reason, but it was definitely an identity reason. He needed he needed a year at home with me um, so that we could work together and I could pray with him and work with him every day and just, like you said, just give him space. And he's the same age, actually. He's in fourth grade. And okay. it was one of the best decisions we ever made because even though we didn't actually get much school done, <laughs> I know that's terrible, it, it, was a, it was spiritually... It was the best thing we ever did for him and with him. So um, it can be. Well, and I, it can be a big. I was just deal. gonna say on the spiritual front, you know, as parents and especially as Christian parents, we care about the well-being of our child spiritually, physically, emotionally, and then educationally. Right. And so sometimes I think you know one of the reasons to pull a child out of a traditional school setting is if we feel like spiritually or emotionally that they're paying a price to be in that environment and that was somewhat of what made this decision for me as I my daughter was starting to have a lot of stress and anxiety in her life and she was starting to apologize for so many things and I just said kid you need to just be okay being you right and I need to find a way and and during our first few weeks of homeschool she would be apologizing to me and I just was able to take the pressure off take the pressure off so for us, that has been the biggest gift and her joy. It has been just amazing, the transformation that we have seen in our daughter in the short period wow. of time since we decided to do this. It's just night and day. That is amazing. That is amazing. So the nitty gritty, though, how are you able to juggle your speaking engagements? Does she go with you? Do you? How do you work that out? I mean, you don't have to give us all the details, but how does that happen? Well, it's... I haven't quite figured it all out, and I think that that's the best thing I could say. Is, okay. You know, when one of the things is is parents, you know, we made this. Okay, so I scheduled this podcast interview with you what six eight weeks ago. Yes. I'm a planner. Right. I mean, I've been working on my Bible study that we're we're going to be talking about that's launching. I've been working on that for six months. Wow. I decided exactly two days before I was going to be a homeschooling parent that I was going to homeschool my child, and. Right. and Two days later, she was in a classroom in my office, and we were doing it. And so I think the biggest thing I've learned is that I don't have to have it all figured out. I just have to know that it's the right decision. And so for us, that was the thing. So when it comes to the nitty-gritty of the hard moments or of me juggling, fortunately, I live next door to my parents. Right. And I have a lot of family here in, in where we live. And so I have a good support system that can help me fill in some of those spaces, like, when I'm gone, when I'm traveling and all that. Um, But the biggest thing is just knowing why I'm doing what I'm doing helps me get through the nitty gritty of the day to day. That's awesome. That is so true. And not just when it comes to homeschooling, but really juggling all of our schedules. This was my first year back um, working full time as a teacher. And I guess I feel the same way. I, I don't know how it's all getting done right now. In fact, one of my ninth grade students said to me recently, how do you write a blog and do a podcast and teach us all day? And I thought, mm-hmm. it's Jesus. It is Jesus <laughs> who makes it all happen because I don't actually know how it all happens yet. And I'm a planner as well, so it's, I'm right there with you. So, well, um, And the interesting thing is, is I don't feel like my life is busier. I don't feel like my stress level's up. I have some chronic underlying health issues that I have to be really careful 
for. And one thing I have said time and again since we made this decision was I didn't know it was coming. It surprised me. I was not prepared. It was kind of like one morning I woke up and all of a sudden I knew this big thing was what I needed to do. But as I walked through that decision, it just became so apparent that God had been preparing me for this. And he had been um, almost teaching me some of the... character development lessons that I needed to have, like speaking with kindness and gentleness to my child, even when I'm frustrated and giving her space to, um, you know, to wiggle. She's a wiggler. She now does her homeschooling on my, you know, those Swiss bouncy balls. So she's sitting on this bouncy ball and I just watch her and that, that could really grate at me. But it just seems that I am God had prepared my heart for this even when I didn't know it was coming. And I bet you feel the same way as yes. you are embracing all the things that he is asking of you. And I do, I feel like he, if we walk with Jesus and if we, we make him our priority and we make spending time with him our priority and we really are sensitive to what it is he's asking of us and also what it is he's not asking of us yes. and we can be really clear and define those things we can find that we can actually accomplish a lot without overextending ourselves to a point where we have a physical or emotional breakdown. Yes, that is so true. And I I was listening recently to your, your session where you talked about those health issues that you've had. And one of the biggest takeaways I got was that there is really an art to saying no and stepping back and saying, you know what, I need some time where God can do what needs to be done in my life. And that means I may have to say no to some good things that aren't necessarily God things. I think you actually said that or something really close to that in in that um, session that I watched. And it just struck a chord with me because I thought, you know, it's true for homeschooling. It's true for working moms. It's true for single moms. There are just times when, and it's true even for our kids, where we have to say no for them. We have to say, look, school is awesome. It's not bad. But this year, you're going to be home with me, and we're going to do school here. And it just, it's, it's part of what he puts in us so that he can grow us, I think, is just this art of saying, you know what, I need to step back. And that really spoke to me, especially is that something that you've had to use yet? It's still early in the school year, I guess. Well, for me, I think I'm always um, practicing that skill. Um, I think it's something that comes as I've done, you know, year after year. Um, when I I lost my health in my 20s, I actually had three separate health crashes in my 20s, which we just do not have time to get into. Right. But during those seasons, um, God did a really unique work in me. Um, he stripped everything away. I am naturally a performer. I'm naturally a type A personality, a get it done kind of a person. And when I lost my health, um, I got to the place where all I could do was 
get through the day, feed my family, maybe keep my house clean. I couldn't do relationships. I couldn't do ministry. I just, he really brought in, I I like to say he brought in my boundary fence, you know, like we all have that boundary fence around our lives. And mine got really small for a season of life. And during that time when I wasn't able to do all the things that I used to do to feel okay about myself or all the things I used to do to feel like I was doing something important, the things I used to do to serve God, when all of that was stripped away, all that I was was God's daughter. That's it. And maybe on a good day, my husband's wife and my children's mother. (laughs) On a good day. But I even had days where I couldn't quite do that. And God, through that season, he showed me, see, Sarah, I still love you. I still love you, even though you're not doing those things. And so what that grew in me was this understanding that who I am is not attached to what I do. And also during that season, as I stepped down from ministry positions, as I stepped down, I was had a successful business I pulled back from and even like really great relationships I was leading a Bible study and I stepped back from that God he brought other people to fill in those spaces and I I realized that a lot of good things happened when Sarah was unavailable (laughs) and a lot of great growth happened when I was unavailable and it made me realize that me saying yes and God working in a situation are not always dependent on one another. Yes. And it was just kind of a get over yourself right. realization that I had. And I've tried desperately to carry that with me. Um, it's one of those lessons that God kind of had to put me through the ringer to learn. And right. I don't want to learn it again. Yes, I can totally imagine. I can totally imagine. That's that's amazing. My friend and I are both getting goosebumps over here because I think moms need to hear this for real. Um, so, so aside from that, what advice would you give to a mom who, I mean, look, two, 48 hours before the school year, I mean, that is that might be a record. But <laughs> what advice would you give to a mom who is like, you know, we've started the school year or, you know, she's considering maybe I do need to homeschool. What, what advice would you give? Well, I can share two specific things from my own journey. And I'm going to sit here and take a note so that I don't forget. One was a conversation I had and the other was a gut feeling. Um, so I'm going to talk with the conversation. So without getting into all the details, I had a conversation with my best friend where we were getting ready to go to school. We had just had orientation. And I was already totally stressed out about the situation. And I just went on and on and on for an hour about how I was worried about my daughter. And she she's sweet-natured person. She looked at me and she goes, well, Sarah, have you ever considered homeschooling her? And I laughed. I laughed. She's my best friend. I get to laugh at her when right. she says things. Right. And and then my my go to was well if we couldn't afford to send her to the school that she's going to because she's going to a Christian school I said if we couldn't afford that yeah sure she said no Sarah have you ever considered that maybe your daughter maybe homeschooling is the very best way to educate your daughter given her how God made her and it was kind of like she slapped me in the face with it and I could not get that out of my mind and one of the things I have always said is that I will do whatever it takes to give my children what they need to have the life that God created them to have like I want my children to be um, happy is the wrong word 
I want my right. children to be healthy. Right. I want them to be well cared for. And when she said that to me, it just stuck in my mind. And so that was the first thing was just being willing to consider it because I'm that person that sent my kid off to school on kindergarten morning and went and had a party. Right. I was so happy that somebody else was was pouring their heart into my child. Yes. To me, it was I was thrilled to send my kids to school. So I was the parent that when all of those people who homeschool were talking about the homeschooling thing, I would nod and I would smile and I would say, God bless you. Yes. Because that was not me. Right. And so the first thing I had to do was actually be willing to consider this big scary thing that was something that had never been on my radar before and to realize that it might be the best decision for my daughter. Right. The second thing was I had some emotions in this decision and I was talking with my husband about it and he, he said well Sarah I don't want to make a decision out of fear because this was a very quick choice right and he's like I don't want to make a decision out of fear I remember looking at him and I remember saying I have some fear as looking at forward to this year I'm not going to deny that it's true but can I tell you something I don't think that's why we're making this decision I think we're making this decision based on five years of right. experience five years of watching our child struggle mm -hmm. and watching her being pushed too hard and I'm just done I'm done pushing her I want her to blossom and to grow in her own right and if I can if I have to kind of put my my own stuff to the side and this right. is something we said um i have a lot of things on my plate right now that are amazing beautiful wonderful things that i think i'm called to do but i have always said my family's going to come first right i've always said that and i really believe at that moment god i i think he was testing me in the most loving way is sarah is your blog on your ministry Right. Really surrendered to me. Do you really trust me with this? Are you willing to possibly have this big, scary thing happen that's going to have to change the way you do everything that you do? And in that right. moment, it was a non-decision. That's what I say. It was a non-decision. Yes, it was a huge decision, but by the time we made it, it I knew done. it would have been disobedience yeah. for me to do something else. So here's the... The thing about it is if I'm speaking to somebody who has been on the fence about this or anything in their life where they're like, something's just not right. Right. And maybe the solution to fix that thing that's not right terrifies you and you do not feel capable or qualified to do it. If you are walking with Jesus and if you are surrendered to him and if he asks you to do it, he is going to equip you to do it. Yes. And so I think that that, you know, that conversation, being open to do something that totally scares me. Right. And then also recognizing I, I did have some fear, but that wasn't why I was making the choice and being able in that moment to divide those two things from one another. That's awesome. That is, that's exactly, I mean, we're just sitting over here nodding because, because it's true. And I've had decisions like that before where it was just like, it just doesn't seem to make a lot of sense at least not how the kind of person I am or whatever but he gives he equips us he gives us almost a new identity to make up for what might seem like a lack in that area and um that's awesome that's really great 
So, it does, and you know, I've always said um, patience is not woven into my DNA. Now, thankfully, I'm married to a very patient man, right. and so <laughs> that is awesome, and I'm grateful for him, but it has yet to, like, wear off on me. Like, I keep, like, trying and hoping that his patience will wear off on me, yeah. <laughs> but I must tell you that I have not lost my patience with my daughter since she has been homeschooling wow. with me, and that is a miracle. Now, do I expect to continue that? Oh my gosh, no. I will totally screw up and have to apologize. But I think in this like window of time as we're making this big scary transition, I I just think God has just given me this abundance of love and grace and patience for her and a desire for this to be a really great experience for her. And that has helped me kind of overcome some of my own issues and just really try to create something amazing with her. And he just has, he's filled those gaps. That has been my thing. I'm like, my goodness, I have gaps everywhere. Yes, they're full. And that is just the goodness of our God and his faithfulness to us. And, um, and it's just, it's such a joy to be a child of God and to be able to see his, him active in our lives. It's such a gift. I think it's going to be a gift to, to your daughter for her to have this special time with you and to see, to see you in action, not only as her mom, but also as her teacher. And then, and then too, to see you juggle it and need Jesus in the day to day. I think that's a gift. You know, honestly, I, it just kind of, this thought is crossing my head as as I'm hearing you talk and just thinking, you know, that is a gift for our kids to see Jesus in action in us too, because a lot of times we come across maybe, maybe to our kids as perfect, you know, we apologize or whatever, maybe we don't, um, but we often maybe seem perfect to them. And then, but to see the day-to-day, you know, I'm struggling, I'm not, I do not always have it together, but then also on the days where she knows normally that would make you lose your patience, and yet you're, you're keeping it, and it's, it's Jesus working in you too. I think it's a gift for her. Yeah, I, I, you remind me of one moment we had where um, I I was trying to help her through something that she had struggled with, and she was talking back to me. And I just remember stopping and looking at her and saying, "Hey, mommy's trying her best. Right. You know, this this is new to me, and I don't always know what to do, but I am." I'm doing this for you. I am trying my best because I think this is what's best for you. And she just, you could tell, like, she stopped and she thought about it. And she is a really smart little girl. And she's like, yeah, you are. Yeah. And, and like, she, you know, she understood it. And, um... And so I think it has been a really special gift to be able um, to be able to be maybe something a little bit better than I am on my own <laughs> in, you know, in these, these transition weeks. Right. And I just think that it's, it is, it's such a gift. We've really enjoyed it. And I'm having a blast. Can we just get yeah. to that? So we've <laughs> talked about all the hard stuff. Now, can I just 
tell you, I still don't feel like a homeschooling mom, but I am having a blast. And I told my husband a couple weeks in, I was like, sweetie, I think this is good for me because I do have those health problems. And so I, you know, if I was home all alone, I might just sit and stare at my computer all day. Right. But with my daughter, I'm getting up, I'm moving around, like it, yeah. it's keeping me focused. And I said, I think that this is a gift for me too. And I think that I'm just going to be unwrapping it and I'm not even going to understand the deep impact it's going to have on my heart, my life, and my ministry, my ability to connect with other women. Yes. Um, that's what I that's what I try to do through my writing and I think that being stretched and challenged in a really uncomfortable way is equipping me to speak into the lives of people like for instance you and I are having a podcast interview about homeschooling and, and I, three weeks ago or, you know a month ago I wasn't even capable right. of having a conversation <laughs> on that level so I just thank God he's so good to us and he really um he really does have good plans for us and it doesn't mean that they're easy it's one of the things I've said to my daughter over and over sometimes making the right decision doesn't always mean that that decision is going to be easy this is a hard choice we've made and it's going to take a lot of work for us but it's the right decision and we're going to push through this and we're going to find you know we're going to find God's good gift in this yeah that's awesome Sarah, I just love this. I am so excited to hear more about how your homeschooling year goes because it's um, it sounds like it's starting amazingly. So I'm excited. Oh, thank you so much. Well, I am uh, I'm excited to see how it goes too. Yeah. <laughs> Every day's a new surprise. That's awesome. Always. Um. So to transition, you are actually like you said, you've been working on a Bible study for the last what six months? Is that right? Yes. On Ephesians. Yes. And on Ephesians, yes, yes, ma'am. I'm so excited for it. I've seen a snapshot, and it's amazing so far. So well, tell us more you. about yeah. it. Sure, sure. So um, one of the things that God has put on my heart to do is uh, on top of my blogging, I blog every week at saracoons.com, and I write to inspire women to explore the beauty of God's design because I really do believe that God has an amazing design for our lives. Yeah. And I really do believe that he has, he has revealed that design to us through the Bible. And so one of the things that he's been growing me in is writing Bible studies. And I launched my first online Bible study this spring on Psalm 1. 19 and I do it in an email based format so it's something that comes into your inbox and the hope is that you can do it like you can do it straight on your mobile device and it's only going to take you 10 maybe 15 minutes a day to do the study because I I really do feel, I, I really enjoy doing studies by Beth Moore and Priscilla Schreier where yes. I'm doing homework and I'm really getting digging deep. But can I tell you that I barely studied my Bible in my 20s because I didn't have time to go to church and to do those things. And right. so although I really truly do believe that being in community in church and doing Bible study with women you know, in your community is the best thing that you can do. I also know that life happens. And if there can be an online option for women um, that they can fit into their life and they can get into the word of God and they can start to see God's word affect their life and start to see his design for their life, that that is something that is needed. And so the study that I am putting out, uh, it 
I think it goes live October 16th, and mm-hmm. pre-registration is open at sarahkoons.com forward slash worthy. So it is a 31-day study of Ephesians, and it's called the Worthy of the Calling Study. And can I tell you, Becky, this is just the most amazing thing. I have more than 20 collaborative artists and creatives that have poured into this study, so I'm able to offer all these amazing uh, free downloads throughout the study so that there's just all these goodies. I feel like it's, I mean, God's Word is rich, and so we're already starting with the rich base and then we have the devotionals which builds on that then we have all these free downloads like an iPhone lock screen and coloring pages and all these other fantastic things that you can do Um, there's shareable graphics for each day there's clickable tweets I mean I'm trying to really get to the technology minded person and really get into their iPhone and say hey this can be something that can bring you closer to God too and so it's a 31 day study 10, 15 minutes a day, and we're unwrapping Ephesians, which is a really rich book because it teaches us what Christ has done for us, and then also what He can do in us, and it's just this really rich, uh, really rich foundation for us um, and for anybody, and the hope is that if you haven't studied the Bible before, or if you haven't done it in a long time, that we're not setting the bar so high that we're setting you up for failure. We really do want this to be something that is kind of that first step put your toe in the water, 10 minutes a day, that sort of a Bible study. Um, And I really have experienced through the Psalm 119 study, it really changes people's lives if they just take 10 or 15 minutes a day to focus their heart on God's Word. Yes. And so that's what I hope to do through this study. That's awesome. It's funny because you keep saying it's rich, and it totally is. But you should see my notes because I wrote, this Bible study is gold. That's what I wrote in my notes. (laughs) So it really is. It just, it just screams. And, and it's, and like you said, it's the Bible, it's the word of God and it's going to speak. It's going to be used no matter how it's almost any way that it's presented, but it's just presented beautifully. I can already tell. So it's exciting. And I know it's true. Moms just do not have a ton of time. And, um, it, and and that's honestly the reason that I felt like God put it on my heart to do a podcast was because I feel like moms can push play and they can still fold laundry and they can still um, drive down the road and they can still be in car line picking up their kids and be encouraged. And and that's the same, you know, 10 minutes is is almost a cup of coffee. And so just sitting there and getting into God's word and just having it explained in a way that can encourage a heart and true, like even those printables or shareables, as you were talking about, to me, that screams that it's going to be throughout our hearts throughout the day. It's not just, you know, first thing in the morning and then we forget about it. But when we look down at our phones and we see that lock screen, it's going to be a reminder that we are worthy of the calling and that God has put it in us and all of these things he has for us. It's just, I'm so excited for it. I am just so excited. So. Well, and I, of course, am also really, really, really excited about it. And I do not want to get off this, off this podcast without mentioning the fact that we are having a month-long launch party at my blog. And we're giving away more than $1,000 of custom mm products like awesome. paintings, um, custom signs, and all these creatives have 
created artwork inspired by the beautiful truth of Ephesians, and they have donated them um, for this launch party. So I just really want to encourage your listeners to hop on over and like join in the fun because. I wish, I just wish that I, and this stuff is just amazing, and yes. the hearts behind it, the women behind it, and so it's just been so fun to get to know these women, and so all month long, the month of October, I get to brag on these beautiful creatives and share their talents with everybody, and give a bunch of swag away. That is awesome. Just for fun. That yeah. is awesome. Yeah, we're going to have a good time. We're definitely going to have a good time. Well, I will definitely share the link in the comments. So be watching for that, um, everybody. And Sarah, it has been amazing to talk to you. I am so glad we were able to connect. And I'm going to be praying every day for your launch for the for the Bible study, but also for homeschooling. And um, I just so appreciate your taking the time to be with us today. Well, thanks for reaching out, Becky. You know, you're the one that sent the first the first email. And, and you sometimes it's hard to do that with somebody you don't know. And now we get to call each other friends and yes. we get to journey through life together because we've been able to make this connection. So yes. I'm excited to get to know you better yes. and I'm honored to be on your show. Well, thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful evening. Well, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Sarah. If you're not already following on Instagram and Facebook, you can find me at Not Quite Super Moms. If you're looking for episodes you might have missed of the podcast, you can find um, old episodes on YouTube, look for Not Quite Super Moms, also on SoundCloud and iTunes. All of our episodes are available there, and I'd love to hear from you. Send a message or an email. You can email at notquitesupermoms at gmail.com. I'd love to hear back from you. I hope you enjoy her Bible study. It's coming up and it is going to be amazing. Um, So have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to Not Quite Super Moms. And I hope this interview has been a blessing to you.